Hello and welcome back to the podcast. This episode is going to just be with me. I'm going to do a solo episode because I really want to talk about something that I know will resonate with so many of you. I have done a brief video before about this on Instagram and I it connected with so many of you. So I thought, why not? I'm going to use the podcast to actually sit down and record a full episode and I hope you enjoy, grab your coffee or if you're on your walk or you're in the car, wherever you are. Um, I want to talk to you about feeling powerless and the whole reason that I started the wellness nurse and wanting to kind of help and, and work with people is I, I know so deeply what it feels like to feel powerless in your life, to be in a situation that you really don't want to be in. You want it to be different, but feeling like you don't have a say in it and that you're not able to change it. And I want you to know that you are and you are not powerless and you have a say in what happens and where your life goes. And it comes down to owning it and to also having the the tools and the the knowledge to do so. So that's what I want to talk to you about today. And to do that, I need to kind of do a brief introduction about my story and why I understand how you feel. Um, and like, you don't have to have the same story, but it's just that underlying feeling of feeling powerless about a situation in life. Um, so basically, when I was 13, I was away on holidays with my family and we were on the way back in the airport and I collapsed. And at the time I was brought to hospital and they did scans, they did an ECG and the doctor was like, look, we're not really happy with what we see. We think you should see a cardiologist when you get home. So um, there has been a, a history of heart condition in my family um, for a few generations. And when we got back, I went into a children's hospital and they did some tests and they basically came back and were like, look, you can't go home. You have cardiomyopathy and we need to start you on medication. And at at the time, as I said, I was 13 and I had been a swimmer. And um, so I was, I was fairly into it. Like I was doing the 5.30 AM sessions, galas on a weekend. And it was kind of all that I knew. I don't like we were, we were into sports as a family. Um, and I remember just saying to my doctor, I was like, okay, but does this mean I can't swim anymore? And he was like, oh no, like all you're going to be doing is playing chess or tiddlywinks, like no sport, no exercise, nothing. And I remember just sitting there. <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind now is like, what the fuck? I'm sorry for cursing, but honest to God. Um, but I was just so angry and I didn't know how to cope. I felt like this weird child that had something wrong with her. I Like I didn't understand it. I was so young. And then as part of it all, I was forced to sit in therapy to talk about this huge thing that had happened so I already felt weird with this heart thing. And then I was being made as a 13 year old at the time. Therapy was like a, yeah. So I, I felt even weirder, even though I know I wasn't, but it was just how I felt at the time. And growing up as a teenager, I just felt perilous. I didn't know how to cope. I thought this is 
my life. I just have to accept it. There's nothing I can do about this. This is just it. And I drank a lot. I was a smoker. And I know now that I was just trying to numb all of those shitty feelings that I felt every day. Um, yeah, my lifestyle was horrible. <laughs> I was in and out of hospital. I was on different meds. And then when I reached my early 20s, at every appointment, my doctor would be like, look, you're going to need a defib pacemaker. And we're getting closer to it every time I see you. Um, so basically, I had arrhythmias where my heart would beat really fast or it was just really irregular. And the defib pacemaker is basically there <laughs> to shock your heart back back to life, as I say, um, if something goes wrong. And this would have been a massive change, a massive adjustment. And I just, I remember sitting there and going, I don't want this for my life. There has to be something that I can do to change this. And in hindsight, it was the wake up call that I needed. Like I needed, like, I think it was my rock bottom. I had to hit the, the rock bottom. And I had just, I think I just qualified as a nurse around that time. Um, and I, 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 I made that decision. I was like, fuck this. I have to do something. I have to learn about things that I can do. And obviously a lifestyle was a huge part of it. Um, so I started with learning about nutrition and kind of exercise. And I just said, I'm going to give it my best shot. I was sick of feeling crap. I was disconnected from myself. I was anxious all the time. I felt lost and sad. And uh, yeah, it was just, it was not a good time. <laughs> so what did I do? I started learning about nutrition and physical activity, like movement, exercise. But the biggest part for me, like all of those things are so important, but something that like we don't learn about we don't like there's no one that teaches you that you can consciously create things in your life so I started learning about consciously creating and getting into self-development and that taught me that I have power that my actions that my intentions and my beliefs create my life and I had to own it I had to own my part in everything that was happening. So I stopped focusing on what I didn't want to happen. And I started talking about what I did. I aligned my life with that end goal of better health and well-being. And I suppose it's really important to, to reiterate that, of course, we can't control everything. There's some things that happen and they are outside of our control. But we can control a lot. We're just not taught how to do that so like I didn't know that me constantly being like my life is so shit I it's like all of those beliefs or yeah just basically your like what we a belief is something that we repeat a lot and we then take actions based off our beliefs so I believed that this was just my life and it was shit and there was nothing I could do about it. So why bother? So I didn't care. Like I, based on that belief, I was never going to day to day take actions that were the opposite to that belief. So I really had to go in there and change that and change how I looked at it. And 
realized that I could control a lot of things. And like, I know I'll be on medication for life and have to get scans or whatever. But what about the 24 hours I have in every day and what I eat and what I drink and my exercise and my what I take in mentally and my thoughts and my like having a more lack mindset compared to feeling grateful there's a there's a lot there and I want to I suppose bring that into the whole health and well-being part and just remind you of that power and that you can consciously create anyway fast forward to when I had created a lot of those changes and really tapped back into my power I was on the way to an echo and I thought you know what okay I've done everything I have to hand this over and surrender to something bigger than me but whatever happens I know that I've done my absolute best and that's okay and I sat down to get my results and my doctor turned around and he said that it was the biggest improvement he had ever seen in one of his patients heart functions and I was taken off the defib pacemaker list I just had to keep taking my medication go for um, a scan every few months but it worked and I know that I'm very conscious that in in health stuff a lot of for a lot of stuff we unfortunately there are health conditions and things that we don't we're not able to to change and I know that I may need a pacemaker in my future and that there are hurdles that I have to overcome if I want a family and there's a lot of stuff but I just try to wake up every day and own my power because I only have one life and I know that if I just do my best to hold my side of the deal and just show up and look after myself that's enough and Jeez, it took me a long time to get there. And there was definitely therapy involved in this too. Um, but yeah, your life, then you know. But nobody really shows you how to tap into it. And this doesn't have to be for a health condition. It could be for, it's for anything. It's for a situation or something in your life that you would like to be different, that there is, that you can consciously create things. And that there's a big chance that you can change the outcome. Um, yeah, you can get from where you are to where you want to be. And I just want you to know that it is possible. And even now when I go in for scans and and see my doctor, like I was in with him a couple of months ago and a bit doom and gloom, like they kind of sometimes like I'm a statistic and they're like oh no we we don't think this or I got kind of what 13 year old Robin would have thought of as the really bad news a couple of months ago but now because I understand that I can change the outcome and nothing is finite like life is always changing and to to lean into the possibility that things can be different that's it lean into the possibility because that bit of hope and that kind of change in how you look at it can help you take actions towards creating that change versus if we have a belief that this is it and that there's nothing I can do well you're not gonna 
do anything because if you don't believe it, like if I don't believe that I can change things, I'm not going to take any action to change it. Um, so yeah. Um, so yeah, for, for you, I want to just talk to you about how you can kind of take those first steps for whatever situation you're in or whatever it is you want to change in your life. Um, and kind of just tap into that mindset piece and the the consciously creating piece. So if you're out and about, um, you can like it's perfect to still listen to this, um, and you can go back and do it later on. Um, but the first thing I want you to do is sit down and imagine where you want to be in twelve months' time. So how do you want your life to look? How does future you feel? What is he or she doing? What what is your life? Write it down and take some time and own what you want. Because I think this is such a big thing that we're nearly afraid to say what we want. But this is your life and you are perfectly entitled. You've every right to, to say what you want because it matters and it's important. So what what do you want it to look like? How do you want it to feel? So write it all down. And I've also linked in the show notes my um, creating meditation. So this is just a, a visualization to help you picture that in your mind because we need to create the feeling. We need to tap into what it would feel like because a big part of what pulls us through making those changes and taking that action every day is when we can see and feel what it will be like so like for me now when if I wake up and I don't want to do something or I don't want to exercise or I don't want to or say if I'm like like I would have before like I've been going out and drinking so much on a weekend and stuff my feeling the goal is more important to me than them so feeling good and staying where I am and and looking after my heart health and living a healthy life is bigger to me and means more to me than giving in to those things so you've got to tap into that feeling then after that ask yourself when you have that all written down and thought about what did future you do day to day to get to where he or she is so this is where you have to be honest with yourself what tools or daily habits do they have what did they need to let go of maybe limiting beliefs or a story from the past write a list of all of those things so one thing that there was really big for me that I had to let go of was my story of how unfair this was how unfair it was that I was dealt this situation because that while everything that you feel is valid I needed to recognize that and be compassionate with myself and understand it but also understand that that was also keeping me stuck where I was So that's a really important part. So honor what you're feeling. If there is something that you're kind of holding on to, that's so valid. It's it's more than okay to feel that. But is it 
is holding on to that keeping you stuck where you are. So write a list of all of those things. And the third tip is one of the biggest things that stops us from creating change is the fear or discomfort that we feel. So we have our comfort zone and when we go outside of it, it feels uncomfortable because you're not familiar with it. And a tool that has served me so much in the last few years was reconnecting with that fearful part of me um, and my own life coach um, taught me to use a visual of my inner child or younger Robin so Robin who feels scared and she feels overwhelmed and she has kind of felt alone for a really long time and she needs someone to be compassionate to love her to tell her everything's going to be okay and that when she feels scared to just hold her hand and tell her listen I have you this is going to be okay but this is good we have to lean into this we're moving forward and if guys if you can just use this visual get a picture of yourself as a little girl or boy and Imagine that they're the ones that feel scared and overwhelmed. And this this basically just helps you connect with your subconscious mind where you hold all of those feelings. And yeah, remember that when you feel fear, it is not a bad thing. So discomfort happens when you're on the verge of change and it takes that discomfort to break through to a new place and release a limiting belief. So For a long time, I always saw it as, oh, I feel fear. This is not a good thing. Retreat, back that. Let's let's take a step back. But that's not the case. You feel discomfort and it feels fearful and, and scary when you're making a change. But if we don't lean into that, we do stay where we are. So lean into the discomfort and picture that little girl or little boy and just be like look it's okay I've got you you've got to develop that compassion towards that part of you and understanding and kindness to help you move forward because yeah it's such a huge huge part of it um and I read in a book this piece and it really stood out to me and it was that it feels uncomfortable when we realize that we are the only person responsible for our life and our happiness and this feels terrifying because if we mess up it's all on us but at the same time it's the only way that you can truly be free and that risk is worth the reward and I'm talking to you as someone who has blamed the universe, my doctors, like blamed everyone outside of me. And as I said, it's okay to feel angry and it's okay to feel sad about your situation. But we have to, this is the taking back your power piece. We, like I am the only one responsible for my life and my happiness. And like that's really it's actually really freeing because it also means that I have the power to change stuff 
and it's about taking that power back. So if if you can take anything from this episode, lean into the discomfort and you have so much power over your life and I will do my best. That's my intention with the wellness nurses to share the tools and the tips and everything that can help you feel more powerful. Um, I think knowledge is your power. So yeah, that was a very spur of the moment um, episode that I wanted to record, but I, I think it's such a huge, important piece in health and wellness. And I'm someone that comes from um, a Western medicine background. I've worked as a nurse for years and different areas. I've been in palliative care and GP nurse and worked with older people. And I wish, but I suppose now there's a lot of books and we're learning a lot about it. But if you can just keep that in your mind that you you can create your life and what I'll do is if you keep an eye on the Instagram I will share some books and resources and stuff that can help you learn about it um and I also am here um I I do coaching as well if if you feel like you're ready for getting help from someone to kind of guide you and support you and give you those tips and tools for wherever you are but Yes, I'm going to stop talking now and thank you so much for listening and for your feedback on all the other episodes so far. I'm really enjoying recording these and having the chats and also to anyone who has reached out to actually let me know that they enjoy an episode. It honestly, I really appreciate it because it's so nice to actually connect with you and to to know that you're finding stuff helpful. But that's it. I'll have, I'll leave the information in the show notes for you. And I will chat to you in next week's episode.